Welcome to the Quantum Revenue Expansion Podcast. My name is Ursula Menches, and I'm a sales expert, strategic business coach, and USA Today bestselling author. I love sharing strategies that show you exactly how to turn your annual revenue into your monthly revenue. If you're looking to take a quantum leap in your revenue or sales, your team, your productivity, your success, and your life, then you are meant to be here. My goal in every episode is to help you take your belief that it's possible to 2X or 10X your revenue while working way less to knowing that it is happening right now. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Quantum Revenue Expansion, the podcast where we talk about turning your annual revenue into your monthly revenue. I'm super excited because I'm doing kind of a different show today. I have a very special guest who has been on the show quite a few times before. I think, Kim, you might hold the record. The amazing Kim Summers-Egglesey, she's back. So today we're going to talk about how can we find ultimate happiness even with rough seas. And I know so many times when you listen to podcasts or you you follow people, you think everything is perfect in their world. And some things might be really great, but for everybody in the world, it's like we're all like ducks, you know, and we're smooth, like we're sliding smoothly across the water and underneath our feet are all paddling. So super excited to have Kim here to talk about that. And as I, um, I just want to say too, Kim is putting together a live event, which we'll talk about at the end, which you're all going to hear about. It's free. You'll be invited. So if you're looking up, looking for even more uplifting conversations, we'll talk about that. Let me tell you about Kim first and why her love, I love her. Kim Summers-Egglesey is a life and business coach. She's an intuitive TEDx speaker, number one best-selling author, and podcast host. She's a confidence expert who helps women learn to accept, love, and embrace themselves, fully stepping into their full positive power and potential. And if you don't follow her yet, especially on Facebook, I think you're, are you on Instagram as well? You're on Instagram, right? Yeah. Because I see you on Facebook. I see all your posts. They're super positive. You're just always, you know, uplifting people around you. And I've I've known Kim for over a decade. I'm not going to count all the years. I just like to say that I can say that now over a decade. And I've gotten to know you and your parents. You have the most amazing family. We love your husband, Edwin. You have two beautiful girls, Noella and Nia. You're just this amazing mom. Like you have all these amazing things going on. And and yet what we're going to talk about today is that as confident as we are, as much as we might be putting out great content, as much as we might be building businesses and doing all these things, Things can be tough behind the scenes. So before that, though, tell us a little bit more about just about your adventure into this world, the business world, the intuitive world, like what brought you to this day? Yeah. And thank you. Thank you so much for having me. And I just I always love like my day is going to be much better after seeing you and and grateful for our friendship that has been 14 years like this year. Um, Yeah, I you know, I started out by first seeing Jim Rohn, who who was who taught Tony Robbins, and most of your people probably know who Jim Rohn is. Uh, I don't know what people do. I think there probably are now millennials. There's millennials who have no idea who, who is Jim Rohn. Jim Rohn is, is really one of the greats in personal development and success development. And he, he was the one who taught Tony Robbins back in the day. And he worked with him and also worked with some of the greats, like the guys who wrote Chicken Soup for the Soul and Jack Canfield and... Um, Brian Tracy. And so I saw Jim and he was a great thought leader. And I saw him when I was only 18. And it really started to shape how I was goal setting and, you know, coming up with my own quotes and things like that. But I never thought that this is what I'd be doing. <laughs> and I just kind of went on that personal development journey. And when I was 
older after having been an actress and a model and singing in a rock group and taught special ed actually and did a bunch of different things I just kept getting these I know Ursula calls them whispers of of wait this is not it this is not you know what your purpose is and I remember going maybe like 16 years ago now I went to see New York speak and she had a program to get certified in NLP and life coaching and I remember not thinking it would be a career, just thinking I wanted it for myself. And I was very into spirituality and intuition and stuff like that. And so I talked my husband, Edwin, into it and we went. And it was during getting that certification that all of a sudden I was like, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Wait a minute. And I ended up leaving my job as a teacher and stepping into becoming at first a life coach. And then it evolved into business coaching, speaking, writing books, and all of those things. And so um, through the years, I really have come out of the spiritual closet and intuitive closet. And because I had been doing intuitive readings even before that, it's been 20 plus years now, and incorporating both of them together. And so about the consciousness and the intuition and your sixth sense guiding you for practical and spiritual purposes. Yeah. I love it. And um, well, okay, uh, let's go back a second. I saw Jim Rohn speak one time in Orange County. And was that because of you? Like, I'm trying to remember, did we go together? Like, how did I end up seeing him? Because I only, I saw him once in person. Yeah, I don't think so. Well, we together. I think last time he, I'm trying to remember what, you know what, the last year he spoke was when I first saw New Yorka. He wasn't able to make it because he was sick. So that was 2008. And he called in. He called in and the stage had his phone call, like, you know, loud. So then here. So I don't know if it was that one or. No, he was. I saw him in person once. Maybe it was a different time. But like, I think he was on both of our radars probably at the same time, maybe even before we knew each other. Yeah. I don't know. It all kind of like blends. um, It's just kind of all blends together. I don't know. My California life is like before Minnesota, you know, was California and then after California. So it's kind of. It's still, um, I try to just have these memories. Tim and I sometimes are like, remember that? It just seems like a lifetime ago. And it also seems like yesterday. Right. So I, you said something really interesting. You said many interesting things that I have to unpack. You said you were an intuitive kind of, you know, hiding out, not letting people know, but you were doing intuitive readings like 20 years ago. I remember I did an intuitive reading with you and it was about moving back to Minnesota and it said, it was like, you're like, yes, it's showing you're going to be moving back to Minnesota. It wasn't, it wasn't like right that second, but it was probably a few years later that that came through. And so your readings are very powerful. You're very intuitive. So what, what allowed you to finally like start talking about that? You know, I, cause I was always fascinated by that, even when I was very young and I always had these weird abilities, but, but I didn't know that was what, what it was. I just thought I was right. And, um, and so I had a mentor, a holistic doctor who was a mentor to me and he was like a shaman and he was the one who encouraged me, like you could do readings and you should go start out buying a box of Oracle cards and just like see where it takes you. And so he believed in me. So I was like, all right, let me just experiment with this. And then I started doing readings for people. And so when I became a life coach and made it my whole career, at first I just had the belief, the limiting belief that people would think that's too weird and not accepted and they wouldn't want to do coaching with me or hire me. And so I would just kind of like mention it on the side to certain people I felt resonated with doing that. And I really didn't, I remember even when I first started working with, I worked with Jim Rohn's, I still work sometimes with Jim Rohn's 18 year partner, Kyle. And he is much more 
he is actually much more intuitive and spiritual now. But back when we first were working together, he too was like, no, like we shouldn't mention that. You know, it's just, it's way too different worlds. And so I, I feel like, like late, maybe 10 years ago, I just really started to go, you know what? I don't care anymore. I'm going to just totally be me. And mm. so I would say I let out like 90% of who I am. And then what really brought out the last 10% was me doing a podcast. And I just started to like go, you know what? I'm just going to say anything and everything and I don't even care anymore. And so that's been in the last five years. I, I feel like that last 10%. So for those of you out there who want to push yourself past your comfort zone, do a podcast. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I remember when you first launched the podcast. I remember it like that. I wanna... You were the person who told me intuitively that you're getting a message that we're supposed to do a podcast. That was five years ago. Here's what's so funny. So um, I just did another podcast. We did a podcast. Uh, Rebecca, who's a co-coach um, at Ursula Inc., we did a podcast recording. It hasn't been released yet. Um, actually, by the time this by the time this one airs, it will be released. So it's with Melissa Swing. And Melissa was talking about what it's like to coach with us and what it's like to coach with me. And she's like, she's like, you're, she's like, you just, she'll said, you'll drop these things in. You'll like have this download or this thing that comes through. And I was like, intuition. Yeah. And I'm like you, I came out of the corporate world. We weren't even allowed to say intention. Like back in the day for some of you, so you know, I mean, I wrote a book on selling with intention. It was like, I wrote selling on witch with witchcraft. I mean, people were like, you couldn't even say intention. And it was like, no, don't talk about that. So I remember that. And now it's like over time. And, you know, if you think about it, though, Kim, it really, it has happened really quickly. Like in less than two decades, mm-hmm. all of a sudden we went from we can't say intention to everybody says it. Now people want to manifest everything. Yeah. Everyone want, You know, now it's cool to be intuitive. Now it's okay. It's safe. And it. um, so I feel like we've made this. this yeah. Part of an accepted thing. Kind of like. I became vegetarian when I was like 13 and everyone thought it was so weird and that I was a freak and there was nothing to find there. And then now look, it's like, it's so normal and no one thinks that the same thing with consciousness, you know, and intuition and well, and let's just say it feels good to be able to really actually talk about it and not, you know, to be fearful. And so, so today, so today we're digging into how we can find ultimate happiness, even with rough seas and you and I, you and I have both been around the planet for about five decades, <laughs> right? Right. Um, and people are like, wow. And I'm like, I know we've taken good care of ourselves. So, um, and so, you know, it is different. Like I think being 50 or like I'm turning 50 this year, being around the 50 mark is so different than like what our grandmother's 50 years was like. And I, you know, I feel like time like things have just shifted of you know about age or health or who we get to be or how we get to show up having been on the planet for 5 decades you and I have had our share of rough seas and continue to and I shared on the podcast at the beginning of this year that 2023 was one of the hardest years for me personally and I'll be sharing more about that like more is to be more is to come that's unfolding and it's time I did hear from a lot of people though that 2023 was very interesting 2024 is like fresh and new it's like yeah. 2023 was like shut the door so let's talk about that though like how how have you been able to find ultimate happiness during rough seas like what does that mean for you right yeah I mean I think that if we're always waiting for things to be perfect or to be okay (laughs) sometimes um then we're going to be just waiting and waiting and waiting and so you have to make up your mind and decide like I'm going to 
push through if I have to and have a good day no matter what. And so, yeah, for me, it's been, it's been years of, you know, I had, I had some health issues for years and I'll have waves of really extremely not feeling well. And I barely ever miss a day of work. I still plan things. A lot of people will say, well, I'm going to cut back on work. I'm not going to work as much, or I'm not going to be able to go out as much. And of course I have my self-care days and my days that I don't do anything, but I just feel like you have to be the word intention again, like intentional, like, okay, this week's going to be a good week. No matter what, I will do whatever I can to make sure I have a good day. And that sometimes means like not feeling well and showing up anyway and just doing the best you can and, and, you know, trying to get sleep and doing things to take care of yourself, even when you don't feel well. And just realizing that most people aren't talking about it. Like a lot more people struggle than you would ever imagine. And most people just don't share or don't talk about it. And they're just like smiling and pushing through. Like the other day I was at a conference with someone that invited me and I never told, I felt awful the whole time. And I just pushed through and went to the conference anyway. And I'm still very glad I did. And it wasn't as easy to enjoy it. And the girl that I went with still, you know, now if she listens now, she knows, but um, I didn't want to mention that I didn't feel well because I thought, you know, that'll bring her down. And she invited me. And so I just set the intention, like, I'm going to, I'm going to get through this. I'm going to get stuff from it and, and still enjoy it as much as I can. And it's just, it's just life sometimes. And and one last final thing that I think has helped me is instead of being angry, like if I'm not feeling well, instead of being angry at my body or angry at my emotions or whatever it is, it is that's coming up for you, I'm like, okay, my body's serving me in some way. It's sending me messages. It's processing or balancing or detoxing or whatever it needs to do. It's not the enemy. And so I think that's important too is because if we're, if we're angry at our body or our emotions or situations too much, we're creating blocks and it's making us punished. It's giving us that, that clenched up feeling. And so we want to be expansive and allow in space for healing or balancing or feeling better. Yeah. such so, so many great points of, well, one thing it's like, how can I have, especially if you have a business, right? The business wants to keep running. The clients want you to keep showing up. And I hear you like I, um, you know, have had some interesting health things show up and I made a decision early on that no matter what the business was going to keep going. Now, did it mean my team took on more? Yeah, my team did take on more at times. And the the flip side of that, though, was that I knew and this is the whisper that you're talking about, like the whisper that I got was like, your body can heal itself. I just I had this knowing Kim and it was like it kept I kept hearing it over and over again. And like you just said, like the, our bodies are so miraculous. They're doing all the right things and not feeling well. It's probably your body trying to show you like what's going on and it's still trying to do the right thing, right? Your body's still trying to detox. It's still trying to clear things out. It's trying to support us in different ways, but it doesn't mean it always feels great. And I know for me, I don't know about for you, but for me at times it was really about compartmentalizing because where I felt really great was being with our clients, right? Or being with Tim and Luca, being with family. Like those were the times I was like, okay, what do I really love about this? And then what's on my plate? For me, it's like admin stuff that Trisha can take more of because she's really good at. So it's also compartmentalizing of finding, you know, what what are the things that I lose myself in that even if I'm not feeling okay or super great or I'm worried about something or I'm feeling stressed or whatever, that that piece can be handled so I can focus over here. Mm -hmm. Totally. do you do that too? Like sometimes just have to compartmentalize, like here's where I'm going to focus. For yeah. Now? 
get helpers, like I'll get virtual assistants or sometimes I just will, re like Monday I rescheduled three things, but I never reschedule. So like the people were understanding, I give them extra time or something to, you know, make them happy still. I was, sometimes yeah. you have to listen and go, oh my gosh, I need a day like to do nothing. And so I do do that sometimes, or I, I make a list of everything going on and I go, is there anything that's not essential that I don't even need to to have on this list this month, you know, because sometimes tedious things that really aren't necessary. Right. It, and so just deleting them. So it's like, yeah. do it, delegate it or delete it and yeah. get it off. Exactly. So when it, you know, we're talking about, you know, finding ultimate happiness, even with rough seas, let's talk about ultimate happiness. What does that mean to you? And what have you learned about just happiness in general over the years? Right. I mean, I don't believe it's possible to be happy all the time that's for sure and like part of being human is that we do experience anger and sadness and human emotions and and I always try to tell people to to feel it you know let yourself feel it and vent and talk about it you know that 20% of the time but don't stay there and try to try to have 80% of the time where you at least feel calm and peaceful and you know patient and some some bit of happiness even if sometimes it's only a little happiness and sometimes it's a huge amount of happiness but I feel like it is possible to have an underlying happiness all the time. And that means that, you know, you have maybe like you find out who absolutely loves me, you know, and in that case, who is non-essential? Like maybe there are some people that are adding no value <laughs> to your life. Yeah. So and so, you know, for me, it would be like, OK, I have my family and my kids and my parents and my close friends and, you know, that kind of thing. And then. And then, you know, who am I? Do I like who I am? Do I like where I live? Do I like the things that I'm participating in? Do I like my beliefs? And really taking that inventory on yourself so that you have that foundation of happiness no matter what. So even when things sometimes go challenging, then you're like, well, but I still have all these things. And I feel like what makes those things stay are communication and choices. And so your relationships are going to stay good if you communicate, communicate, communicate. <laughs> That's like, so the, the lack of communication is what, what causes chaos. Um, and so I think communication with your kids and your friends and your husband, just, you know, being as honest as possible and talking through things, that's huge. And then your choices, like what am I choosing to do with my time? And am I doing things that make me feel happy and alive? So I feel like those and what if there's things that aren't making us feel happy and alive? You kind of you kind of tick that off really quickly. You're like, sometimes people add no value. And that can be hard because maybe they've been in your life for a while. But how how do you set boundaries or how do you even clear out, you know, in business, it could be sometimes it's networking groups that no longer serve. Sometimes it's team members that aren't a fit. Sometimes it's friendships that seem to be completing or just need to shift. Like, how do you work with your clients to set boundaries. Right. Yeah. I still think that's one of the top things people struggle with. And it's like mm. thing. And so it's it's little habits of of the opposite of people pleasing, which is saying no or setting boundaries or just being in your power and just starting little by little, like once a week, go, oh, I did it this week. Okay. And you tell yourself, I did it. Um, but asking yourself, like, do I feel a hundred percent about being around this person or doing this activity? And sometimes it is like there's some old friends or old, you know, family members that are difficult or whatever. And so you just limit, you know, maybe you can't be away from them, but you limit the time if you can and just see them once in a while and kind of prepare yourself like, okay, I'm going to stay strong. I'm going to try to talk about positive things. 
Um, but, but realizing, I think the most important thing to realize is if you have a list of things that you dream about and bucket list items and goals, and you're always spending time people pleasing or with people that aren't adding value, you're taking time away from those dreams, visions, and goals. And very lightly, it'll be a year gone by and you'll go, oh, I didn't get to any of those things because you didn't make that space that those people's energy or project energy took up. Yeah. Well, one of the things I know you work with your mastermind clients and your private clients with is being very intentional about creating the, their dreams and goals, which can lead to ultimate happiness. So what are your tips on um, people that, you know, they have the bucket list, they have some dreams and goals, things that maybe haven't happened yet. How do you help your clients get really clear and like get their goals checked off? Right, right. I mean, we definitely narrow it down because um, most of the time people have too many that can't even fit all in one year. Right. And so <laughs> narrowing down what are the essential ones that are just like, oh my gosh, absolutely yes. And then figuring out what limiting beliefs are blocking them from achieving them. Because a lot of times it's like, oh, I'll never get there. I don't deserve it. I'm not enough. Or what if I fail? What if they say no? All these things that go on in our heads that paralyze us. And so getting rid of those limiting beliefs, helping them to clear those out and replacing them with positive beliefs and then baby steps toward sometimes big steps. But what yeah. take like, okay, this week you're going to do these two steps next week, these three steps, you know, and it's just realizing when they do achieve them, how do they feel and how has that added value? And it makes them want to achieve more and trying to teach them to get to a place of inspired action like what pulls you how can you be in the vibration of what you want you know because if you're in the vibration of what you want it will just come to you because you're you're believing in it so strongly and so really getting them to that energetic place like and sometimes it is nlp of just kind of going you know think of past times that you felt excited and inspired about something you achieved or had happened to you and then what did it feel like get yourself into that feeling and remember that and then what else makes you feel like that? What do you feel like you could bring that energy to? And sometimes that is very helpful. Yeah, so beautiful. Thank you. Okay, I have a couple more questions that I know we're going to be out of time. One of the things that we know, and I shared this in the beginning, and I know you're a confidence expert. I've known that about you a long time, and I always admired that about you. Kim would be on social media just like saying her things, being herself. And I, I love that about you. And it's one of the things that I've grown in over the years. And so for someone who's maybe not feeling as confident you know, today and wishes they could be themselves more in their business or on social media. What's your best advice for them? Yeah, I think I think it's still a thing that like 95% of people don't think they're good enough. And they're always in their heads like, you know, thinking, oh, what is this person thinking of me? How do I look? What do I sound like? What if I sound stupid? <laughs> you know, like, yeah. and so in some ways, that's reassuring because you're talking to someone and they're feeling like that too most of the time. And if they're not, then they've mastered, you know, confidence. But I feel like it's just doing things intentionally that get you out of your comfort zone. So like I said earlier, a podcast or something as simple as having the intention that this week I'm going to lunch with my two friends and I'm going to share this one story that is a little bit scary for me to share with them. And then later... I'm going to evaluate, you know, how did I feel? Wow, I did it. That's awesome. Or even something like I'm going to go up and talk to the stranger at this networking group, or I'm going to go on a trip and jet ski because I've never done something bold like that. And what it is, is just reminding your mind that you do have that power and confidence because a lot of times we did when we were born and then we forgot about it because of things that have happened or, you know, past 
ancestors or whatever it might be. But the beautiful thing about confidence is it can be learned. And so things like, you know, I, I actually still do this where I go speak in front of a large group and I'll say, how many of you can write a list of 50 things you love about yourself? And it's usually, wow. it's usually less than 10% that raise their hands. And so I would say, challenge yourself to do that. Write a list of 50 things you love about yourself. Look it over regularly. Pick two or three things that you have in the back of your mind to remind yourself when you're feeling low. And try to see yourself how your friends see you. You know, get feedback from them and try to see yourself that way. Yeah, so good. So good, Kim. All right, March 4th. Coming up very quickly, you have an event called Living Your Extraordinary Life. It's a virtual online event, and I have the honor of being one of your guests that will be sharing at that event. Can you tell us a little bit about the event, who will be there, and who should join us? Yes, yes. It is a free Zoom event, Living Your Extraordinary Life. It's March 4th, 530 to 830 p.m. Pacific time, California time. And I just have this inspired idea that I would love to interview my mentors and people who have influenced me and inspired me greatly, which Ursula is one of them. And then the others are New Yorker, Kyle Wilson, who was Jim Rohn's 18-year partner, Robin Duncan, who is a Course in Miracles expert for those of you kind of interested in spirituality. And it'll just be a series of four 40-minute interviews. And it'll be on, you know, sales, success, personal, spiritual, intuition, etc., and just hearing these great thought leaders and taking amazing notes that will change life in many ways. That's that's really my intention for showcasing you guys at this event. Well, I have to tell you, first of all, you've inspired me so much and you've been an incredible mentor. So back at you, we've been just supporting each other in so many ways. So I'm super honored. And I'm excited to hear Nirka, Robin and Kyle. Like, I'm really excited. I haven't heard them in a minute. Like, I think having left California, like I'm kind of been out of their orbits. And so... It's going to be really meaningful. And for our listeners, if you want to join us, we'll have, um, there'll be a way for you to email Kim in the show notes to get a spot. So you do have to message her to let her know that you want to be included and invited. And yes, it's Pacific time. It's in the evening so that you can make it happen. You can join us. So, so Kim, here's how I want to end if you're up for this. I'd love it if we know you're intuitive. And I'd love it if you would sort of just tune into our listeners and just intuitive message, just share a message that will inspire our listeners. Okay. Oh, yeah. pressure at all. Let me give you a minute. To <laughs> right. like said that it's interesting because right when you said that, I never know what's going to come in. And so sometimes it's really weird, random things that I have to look up on the internet. Luckily, it's not that. But I'm like, <laughs> that's how I know it's intuitive because I sometimes won't even know what the word means. But um. Right. I actually saw, it's funny, I saw a, like a field, like almost like a field of wildflowers. And it was like, don't let the weeds get in there. And so I think that's just that, the, a, you know, it's like a typical saying, but it's so important to remember, like, if you're a wildflower, and all the things you keep around you are these beautiful wildflowers, but then you let weeds come in, then the wildflowers aren't as noticeable. And sometimes they can kill the wildflowers. And so you want to make sure you pull the weeds, which would basically be like, negative communication, complaining, you know, being around negative people or, you know, drama, things like that. And so just, you know, step by step, don't let yourself get overwhelmed by it. Look at it like, okay, this month, I'm going to work on stopping complaining. Next month, I'm going to stop hanging around these two people, you know, whatever it might be, but don't let yourself get too overwhelmed by it, but make the changes. Make the changes. Don't let those weeds push in. Beautiful. 
Kim Summers Agassi, thank you for hanging out with us today. We love you. We can't wait for the event. I'm excited to hang out with you again and see what kind of uh, see what kind of magic intuits from that event. So thanks again for being here. Love you too. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Ursula. And our listeners all over the world, we love you. Thanks for hanging out with us. You can always email us at contact at UrsulaInc.co. And again, we'll have invitation, the invitation for you and how you can connect with Kim and get invited to the event below. Definitely do that. And if you're looking to hang out with us at the next 2 x Intensive, there's a little application. You can click on that, fill that out, and we'll schedule a time to chat with you. That's it for this week, everybody. Make this your most epic month yet. Bye for now. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. If you loved what you heard, be sure to leave a review on iTunes so I know what you like and can create content that guides you to uplevel your business even more. If you want more strategic business tips, follow me on social media. You'll find me on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube, and LinkedIn. And you can visit my website at www.ursulainc.co. I love being on this journey with you and can't wait to connect with you on the next episode. In the meantime, make this your most epic month yet.